0: What is going on, Grinders? Dean here. It's Dean 7904 if you want to get all technical on I me. Mean, it is 2.30 on the East Coast, 11.30 on the West Coast, 12.30 Tennessee time, which of course, of course, that would just top the flagship show here at Grinders. It's called Grinders Live, and we're talking basketball. Join me today, GPP Savant, uh, 30-time live final participant, give or take you, correct me. It's horrible. 31, tomorrow.
1: Dean. 31.
0: Oh, well, uh, <laughs> did you just win one yesterday or something? I thought no. <laughs> it was a number, but yeah. Uh, yeah, uh what's up, dude? How are, are we scrambling? Hey. Are we in full scramble mode talking to basketball? It's uh it's getting yeah. wild, it's getting crazy up in here because uh yeah, we have some LeBron James has a groin. He's out with a groin. I'm doing air quotes. Yeah. Um yeah, and we have other stuff we're gonna be monitoring, of course, as well. Too uh five game slate. It's gonna be a blast, it's gonna be a lot of fun. Uh are you ready to dig in? You wanna give like an overall screenshot? Because I thought the conversation was that we're gonna talk about is hey, the Lakers are not a back-to-back, and they have absolutely nothing to play for. I know Coach said that they're going to play everybody, but I think he's a liar because it doesn't make any sense to play everybody. And lo and behold, LeBron gets his groin uh, you know, about a half hour ago. Of course, on the other side of that game is Westbrook, and we have nothing official in Westbrook. He's got a contusion, which doesn't – that's just a bruise, but like I don't know how bad it is. But uh, Houston's actually playing for something in theory, jockeying for position in the Western Conference. Obviously, there's no home court advantage. But I thought the most interesting conversation to have was – that game is happening five hours after lock. And how do you deal with that uh, when building lineups. So I guess we can still kind of sort of have that because Westbrook is currently doubtful. Hey, you know what? Let's do the body parts that while we're at it. Let's knock him out. Haven't done this in a while. Uh, Jamal Murray is questionable his hammy. Jimmy Butler has got an ankle so he can't play Goran Dragic, the dragon. He's questionable with his ankle. If he doesn't play Tyler hero. Well, there you go. Right on the yeah. spot. Thank you. Devin in my ear. Dragic is officially out. It's going to be Crazy. It's Tyler Hero season. Maybe it's Kendrick Nunn season. Maybe it's both their seasons. Uh, Seth Curry's doubtful uh, with his leg. Uh, Patrick Beverly's out with his calf. Alex Caruso's got a neck, so he's questionable. Uh, Dwight Howard's got a knee, but he can play despite that knee. He is probable. And Malcolm Brogdon, last I saw, is questionable. Yeah. So first of all, Squirrel, welcome to the show. I didn't mean to hit you with a bunch of uh, injury nonsense, but What are we doing with this late game? We're going to break it down game by game in a second and start from the top, and I'm happy to get that Miami news. But five hours later, how are you going to try to set up? How are we going to figure out some pivots? Are we working under under the assumption that Westbrook's not playing? What are we doing?
1: Yeah, so absolutely. I mean, it's the last few days of the regular season. Anyone questionable, I'm going to be shocked if they play. Uh, Malcolm Brogdon played on a questionable tag a couple nights ago, and they, like, that just blew my mind. <laughs> like, I, and I think he's the only one that's played on a questionable tag in the in the NBA restart. Just so many teams don't have anything to play for. Uh, so that's just their way. They're going to throw a guy on in the injury report is questionable with contusion, questionable with a groin injury or whatever, whatever injury they've had in the past. That just means the guy's not going to play. He's resting. Uh, I think sometimes coaches want to see different rotations with different players, and I think that might be what's going on with the Lakers tonight. We were kind of talking – before the show and you were saying, uh, you know, Dion waiters. And I was like, maybe Quinn cook, you know, and I, and every, and then the Miami news, you're like Kendrick Nunn, and I'm thinking Andre Iguodala. <laughs> you know? So yeah, I mean, just like you go in a bunch of different directions, just because I think we're going to see some different player rotations. We're going to be some guys that are like near minimum priced and suddenly they're starting, you know, or they're a key rotation player. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I'm going to be leaving myself some minimum, Salary or close to minimum s- salary spots, you know, for that late game. Just because we don't know, it's, it could be deon Waiters, it could be Jr. Smith, it could be Quinn Cook, but someone's going to be in the starting lineup. And I think it's kind of nice. I, I mentioned this in the expert survey. Danny Green, I think, is kind of ridiculously cheap on DraftKings as it was for being a starter. I think he's like thirty-two hundred on DraftKings and four thousand on FanDuel. So he's a guy that you can kind of swap to. He's probably going to be starting that no what. He was going to be starting even before all this injury news. So maybe he's a guy you're plugging in and then you want to, you know, you have got a few lineups with with Danny Green in them and you're swapping to like, you know, Deion Waiters if you can, Queen Cook, J.R. Smith, whoever ends up in that starting lineup.
0: Yeah. I mean, if Alex Caruso's neck is fine and he plays, he could be super. In- I know he might be busy making DFS lineups. I'm not really sure. Yeah. <laughs> he's got <his> a <laughs> doppelganger out there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, he's certainly interesting. Basically, Flora is, uh, you know, uh, you can play 30 minutes just so running the point against Houston. Uh, and, of course, Anthony Davis, and I will get to that game, obviously, but it's like, you know, Breaking Bad style, full measures, half measures. Like, I think he's going to play half measures. Anthony Davis, is he going to play 28 minutes? Why would he play 37 minutes? Why would he play 35? doesn't make any sense in the world. Like, maybe he does, but it's not logical.
1: Yeah, that was a big thing in the Milwaukee game a couple of days ago, right? Like, Bork Lopez was suddenly out of the starting lineup, um, and I had lineups in there with Giannis, and he was doing really well in the first half, and you literally just didn't see the court on, in the second half of the game because, yeah, they're just we should have known when when they took you Pork know, Lopez out of the starting lineup. They're just not going to take this game seriously. They were 19-point favorites to the Nets and ended up losing the game. <laughs> it was one of the biggest upset in decades.
0: Yeah, uh and that's all about motivation. I guess the Nets have in theory some motivation. I suppose you can kind of sort of argue. And I guess they're battling for that eight spot. Oh wait, no, actually they're basically in more or less, unless think, uh Washington yeah, they, wins a couple games.
1: They beat Washington and then just the Nets started sitting at everyone themselves because they okay, we you know we pretty much have this locked up. I think I think Wizards, if they're not mathematically eliminated, I think they'd have to win all their remaining games while they're like the Nets in Orlando would both have to lose all their remaining games so they may be even just mathematically eliminated i haven't checked
0: yeah brooklyn think. and uh, orlando and this is dfs all we care about is today and today only those teams aren't playing today i don't know why i brought them up it's my bad i apologize but those might be the two worst like seven eight and eight seats of all time <laughs> it's gonna be terrible out there in the east uh basically first round buys for milwaukee and uh, presumably toronto as well uh let's all right let's break it down game by game let's see what sort of jumps for us what, what's kind of exciting and uh, start with Indiana and Phoenix, and I guess this one's not that exciting. We're, that's the least I'm to talk about. We'll see. Uh, Two twenty-eight is the total. Phoenix is a, th- a two-point dog here. It's high and it's tight, but all the totals are pretty high today. Uh, Phoenix has been playing well in the bubble. giving credit for battling. They basically have no shot to get out of the West. They probably have to run the table. Uh, it's pretty, you know, a bunch of teams battling for the eight spot, and not really so much Phoenix. It's uh well, I guess it's uh, Memphis who's playing right now. And well, like, who cares? Doesn't matter. It, it, Phoenix is not gonna be playing for uh, for the eight spot. Nonetheless, they've been playing well. On the other side, Indiana jockeying for position. Uh, well, I guess we got to talk about T.J. Warren. Is this? I mean, this is nonsense, right? Okay. Uh, so it's his revenge game,
1: and like it actually is a situation where he he said, "I don't like Phoenix. <laughs> yeah, they, they shouldn't have traded me for cash considerations or something like that." Um, <laughs> so it is a potential. He's actually you know pissed off at the team. Having said that, I think, you know, he's been going so crazy that the, the sites raised his price significantly. Um, so he's not really, if he regresses to the mean at all, he's not really in play. And I think on the expert survey, like he was an unpopular, he was like the top choice for everyone
0: saying, what high price player are you going to skip over? But you don't I mean, think he's going to keep shooting, uh, well, true shooting is like 75% or something, so that's not going to continue going forward? Right, and I, I do, some
1: some of this has been coming with, like Oladipo, line. Malcolm Brogdon out of the lineup. Um, but you know, we'll see. I think Brogdon might be sitting again. He's questionable. Um, although that lineup should be out, it should be coming out. soon Cause it's the, the first game. Um, is Brogdon's available? All right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's- uh, yeah. Brogdon was a weird one because he was dealing with his neck and he came back and played a couple games and I didn't see anything that happened there. And they said it was a neck again, but maybe it was precautionary. They just kind of threw him on there for whatever reason, but he's expected to play. Uh, yeah, uh, TJ Warren is four hundred dollars more than Kawhi Leonard on Fanduel. Uh, I mean, that seems absurd. And Warren's a perfectly fine player. And like, whenever you play on Fanduel, it's like, oh man, you got to play two small forwards, to short slate. I guess I'll play TJ Warren. He's not going to kill me. Like, and he's like five point five k. And now when he's eight point eight k, and I know when you combine the you know the revenge narrative and the hot narrative, uh, but like, I just can't. I suppose you know he can get there. He can put up another fifty spot. He put up, I think, fifty-three real-life points in the bucket against. I want to say Philadelphia. Um, like you said, everybody was out in that game too, uh, including Sabonis too, who's out for the foreseeable future. I'm just not playing more. And I know you're a tournament guy. Uh, are you going to get there, or are you just exit them out? So,
1: I mean, everything. You know, if you were on any kind of optimal lineup, right? There's just no way he's showing up. Um, but yeah, I'm going to have a handful, like because I'm going to do 150 lineups, right? So I'm going to have a handful of. TJ Warren, because I know he's not going to show up from any kind of optimal projection, Uh, but maybe the team just lets him go crazy, right? Like, maybe that's kind of what's been going on is they're just, you know, Oladipo is is always a little bit dinged up. Malcolm Brogdon's a little bit dinged up. Sabonis is out, and so they're like, sure, TJ Warren, just go nuts. And, like, this is a situation where he said, I'm pissed off at this organization we're facing today. Um, So maybe they do just let him, you know, take a huge amount of shots and i don't know it's um the price is just so unpalatable <laughs> that uh that it's, it's still it's difficult to get there but maybe one or two out of 150 if you're if you're doing 150 throw in a tj warren lineup and maybe run it back with somebody from phoenix
0: what about uh what about brogdon assuming he's all systems go the price is pretty fair and this is one of those things where uh before the show and now I, I was talking NFL for an hour. So like maybe 10 minutes before the show, I heard about the LeBron news and I've been kind of scrambling and I haven't like had a chance to run my new lineups and run like what, what the new optimals are based upon the new, new value that's kind of opened up and the thought process that Westbrook's not going to play. And then maybe all of a sudden Austin Rivers is an interesting cheapy. We'll get the Hempstead enough. But uh, earlier, uh, a couple hours ago, Brogdon was a guy that was like popping in my lineups, so like, oh yeah, I can play Brogdon. I don't know if he still is. I, I genuinely don't know. Have you had a chance to run this? So where, where is Brogdon the, uh, you know, pop it up for you.
1: Yeah. He's not going to be one of my, one of my top point guards, um, just cause I am it, the, the, injury kind of worries me a little bit. Cause it looks like it is act- an actual injury. And so I, I don't know that they're going to be, you know, running him out there for, for 36, you know, 40 minutes, even if the game is competitive, just, you know, they're going to for the playoffs. So why are, you know, why are they going to risk him getting further? if He really is injured. Um, but I mean, he has he's got a good price on there. Uh, but there's just some other guys I kind of like a point guard. So
0: the uh, the Holiday brothers, neither one seemed particularly interesting to me anymore. Assuming that Brog, Rugg- you know, Ruggins in uh, Aladipa's got a pretty fair price as well. He's one of those guys that like he was popping earlier when it was a bit of a squeeze more from a salary cap perspective. And now with dragic being out, I think things are going to open up even more with Westbrook. Presumably, well, he's doubtful. I'm not going to say he's out. We don't know. With LeBron being out and if Caruso plays, he can have a lot of fun out there, and so I, I don't know where he is uh, now as far as the priority list. But earlier, he was interesting. What's at you as far as Aldi? Uh, he's in, he
1: kind of fits into the same Malcolm Brogdon bucket where he uh, he just hasn't been putting up a ton of of shots and you know hasn't been putting up a ton of fantasy points since the restart happened, and you know he's been sitting some games. so That's a concern, and maybe they're they're probably just not going to let him see huge amount of minutes even in a competitive game um so you know from an optimal project i like him kind of better from an optimal projection if he's like the last piece sure i'll, I'll throw him in there but he's he's probably not going to win you a tournament um just because i, don't, I mean if they're if anyone's going to be taking a ton of shots it probably is tj warren because he's pissed off <laughs> so, <laughs> um you so, think?
0: 29 the other day is he gonna take 29 again
1: right <laughs> yeah maybe i mean it's interesting cuz it's, it's like he's been he's been playing the whole week like like it's a revenge game and now it actually is a revenge game so
0: who knows I don't know what's going on but I mean I guess he yeah like the ceiling is there and this you can find ways to get there with salary with the way things are opening up as well too where you can justify overpaying for multiple reasons not just because of ownership but just because you have the salary I think right. you can make a, you can make the salary work uh greatest thing in basketball I think the nickname in basketball the dominator Miles Turner I love that one so much uh, how about the, as far as your your rosters today? He's another one of those guys that's like a pretty solid dollar for dollar guy. I just don't know if he fits, uh, you know, the build. When I also don't know if like uh, if, I'm going to be opportunity cost. You're going to be missing out on potentially Nurkic and potentially Jokic. But depending on where you're shopping, you can put two centers on DK, two centers on Yahoo, just one on Fandle, obviously. Uh, where do you have Turner as far as your prioritization when it comes to centers?
1: He's kind of down there. Like, there's just other guys I like better. Um, and, you know, especially there's some really good values and then there's probably some guys, you know, just from the same game, right? I'd, I'd rather have DeAndre Ayton than, than Miles Turner, even though, you know, Ayton's going to be more expensive. But I guess this is probably a night where we're going to be able to find some really good value plays, depending on how the lineups
0: shake up. I just saw uh, Gogo Padaze is is in the uh, player pool now. Does that mean he's available? I don't know if he's going to draw any run, but just another big body for Indiana for what it's worth. I have no idea. It just kind of popped up on my screen. It's like, uh, yeah. Don't play go-go, you know, but uh, just noting he might get a few minutes. Uh, talk about Aiton. I think when he played 30s, and I'm, I'm saying I think a lot because my screen is screwed up. And I can't jump from page to page. Right. <laughs> this is all off the dome. Uh, I think he played in like 37 minutes last game, and I want to say he didn't have a ton of rebounds, but I'll, I'll take the upside on what he had seven, I want to say. Uh, but I'll take the over on that. And if he's playing 37 minutes in Phoenix, if nothing else, this is kind of like a summer league, you can call it, you know, getting their guys some run and – theoretically a new season's around the corner like in december or january we'll see how that turns out but uh yeah uh Ayton, and he's just the, the price is not fully adjusted that uh, dk specifically i'm going to say he's what seven two seven five
1: right yeah seventy two hundred that's, that's a great price for him on on DraftKings, and so that's part of the reason you know i'm not kind of jumping it at, at miles turner because there is yeah there's some really good centers like if i'm going to be taking a center tonight i want either extreme value possibilities or extreme upside so Aiton. Has a much better chance of taking a major role in the offense. I feel like than than someone like Miles Turner. So if I'm gonna if I'm gonna be locking in someone from the early game, right, and I'm losing that 8 swap possibility, then yeah, I want it to be someone that I think could be a sleep breaker.
0: Talk about that because there's something to be said. And like I, yesterday, we we've, we've all been dealing with that. Of course, you know the basketball game spread out like four or five hours or so. Uh, the ability for multiple reasons, like if injury news comes out, the ability to pivot and adjust based upon uh, results that have already happened. Um, the value of having uh, backloaded rosters, and, and of course, like if somebody goes out, like was an MPJ the other day. And we'll talk about him. Like I think the first game he put like a sixty spot. It's like, well, I'm buried. It <laughs> closed the laptop. Did not have him enough, or basically anywhere. And I'm like, I don't know what to do. Like, I got to try to play catch up somehow.
1: You really uh, it with us because <laughs> it was Saturday. Was this first game, and he was you know in the starting lineup, and he put up a huge dud. <laughs> and, and, and I think he was like eighty something percent owned, and like mm-hmm. I guess. Vandal monster, I think he's like eighty-two percent or something ridiculous. And he put up like sixteen FanDuel points, fouled out. You know, or he, he had foul trouble. He might have fouled out, and he was in you know, a terrible game. And then the last two games, he's also been in the starting lineup and been a total slate breaker. Like you had to have him to to win a tournament. All
0: right, I think I uh, we were showing my my stuff here as far as the. Uh, On the screen, you guys can see, when we just kind of cut that off. I believe we cut that off. I think Devin's going to go ahead and start screen sharing something else because my my computer was all funky, and maybe we could not power through, unfortunately. But now, hopefully, it's going to, like, speed up, and we're going to get to, like, look at some actual players and look at some names, and uh, I can sort of, like, you know, actually jump from page to page. That said, uh, oh, if you're watching this on YouTube, feel free to like and subscribe. uh, Ask some questions throughout, too. We'll do our best to knock those out. Uh, Of course, you guys know crunch time takes over uh, from 3.30 to 4 o'clock. Uh, Andy means will knock out all your questions. If you guys are free members, take you guys all up to lock. They'll stick around beyond lock, and Kevin Roth will be hosting that. That'll be good times for sure. Who is your second favorite son? Rubio is a guy they talk about kind of suppressing his minutes, and you know he's a vet. They're not really going anywhere. They don't really need to win these games, I suppose. They're trying because they are three and zero, and you're in the bubble. You might as well have some fun and maybe run the table if you can. Uh, Booker can chuck, but he's just not optimal for me. He's a guy can put thirty five points in the bucket, I suppose, but he's also not a guy that's like gonna. You know, really pepper the box score a ton. Sure, three point bonus on DK is nice. You can hit seven or eight on the right night. Cam Johnson can do the same thing. That's basically all he can do. Uh, I don't really love the rest of the Suns. You can get their guys. You can sprinkle in, but nobody else is really enthusing me.
1: Yeah, I like Cameron Johnson a little bit on FanDuel, uh, just as a salary saver. Uh, you know, you've got to have a two small forwards, and he so he's forty two hundred. So it's a seven hundred dollar drop from DraftKings. So he's like kind of popping up for me when I run some kind of random lineups on FanDuel, but not on, not on DraftKings, Uh which is weird, right? Cause he gets the, the three point bonus on, on games, but I think that $700 is, you know, is a
0: lot of money. So yeah, that's why it's showing up for me at FanDuel. You got anything else as far as Indiana Phoenix or shall I move on?
1: You said something about Rubio. They're limiting his minutes or something.
0: Well, they, that's, they talked about it, you know, going into the bubble. That was like, that's one of the reports okay. like before the game started and, I think I want to say, I'm still trying to get to my pages, actually. He's played about 30, which is more or less standard. But he's not a guy that's going to play 35 minutes, not that you necessarily need it based upon where he's priced. But, you know, you might see 28 to 31, somewhere around there. Yeah,
1: I agree. But, I, mean, I think, you know, he's been putting up, uh, like, 35 or so Fanduel points to, like, 6,000. Uh, that's still, like, that can fit sometimes.
0: All right, my Miami Heat, they're playing the Milwaukee Bucks. The Milwaukee Bucks, of course, coming up that shellacking from the, well, they lost by like two or three points, or whatever it is. The embarrassment, shame. They didn't want to win. They didn't care anyway. They put their starters like 15 minutes or so. Uh, yeah, so uh, Milwaukee is a nine point favorite here. 223.5 is the total. You know, it's just it's all a math problem. Like, how many minutes do you think Giannis and plays? Uh, I don't know. I can give you a median number. But we don't care about medians and tournaments. We care about, uh, you know, ceilings. Can he play 35 minutes? Can he get there in 32, 33 minutes? What are you doing with Giannis?
1: I'm skipping over him for the most part. Like I, I think the coach did come out and say he expects his starters to play regular minutes. You know, he's going to approach it like a regular game. I, I don't like the fact that he has to spell that out. <laughs> that he's, you know, like I'm – they, they will probably start the second half. I don't really want to pay off for Giannis if he's probably going to start the second half. May not see the court. Who knows? I mean, it's not it's not a great matchup anyway, right? Like, Miami's a good defensive team, although Jimmy Butler is out, so you know, the defense probably goes down a little bit. Uh, but yeah, which what is Milwaukee playing for at this point? Nothing. Whereas you, somebody, yeah, you've got some other teams like Portland that are like fighting for every game, trying to get in the playoffs. Yeah, I don't, I don't want the team that's liable to just sit their starters for the fourth quarter, no matter what the score of the game is.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I would just sit some of these guys outright. Obviously, you want them to stay sharp as well, too. But, hey, you have the first round of the playoffs against uh, the Nets where you, you can just have some fun. Like, and those, th- right. those games theoretically matter, but that's a buy. That's a buy in yeah. the first round. They could start their, like, six through ten players and probably beat them, but – uh, and that's just sort of my issue with all the Milwaukee guys, you know, and there's other options too, where I don't, we, ne- we don't necessarily need to force anybody in. Bledsoe we saw come back. Uh, you know, they didn't push them too hard. They don't need to. Uh, they're probably going to ease them in. I don't really like any of the bucks. I mean, sure. If you want to play Giannis and he can get there in 28 minutes, maybe he only plays 17, maybe he plays 34. I right. think the best get, I don't, what I don't see what he has. What do we have as far as his projection? Uh, we have 30 and I think that's, a little optimistic I think it's a little optimistic as far as uh, our projection
1: but yeah I just I think it's unlikely to be 60 right like it's yeah maybe he gets 30 maybe he gets 40 but I mean if like the coach has literal reason to get the bench guys involved see who plays well together
0: no I so, mean minutes those are minutes not fantasy points oh
1: minutes okay yeah <laughs> yeah it's not gonna be yeah. 60 minutes oh sorry
0: <laughs> highly unlikely
1: Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, 30, like Giannis is a guy you would never think 30s could be the, the possible projection. Uh, you, but in this situation, it is, right? I mean, he's, he could see really limited minutes. I mean, the coach could be playing everyone 20 so minutes to see what rotations work well together, get the bench guys a little bit of court time just to get them sharp in case they're called on in an injury situation in the playoffs.
0: All right. The Heat are much more interesting. Of course, Milwaukee plays fast. They're a good defensive team, but you know because of how fast they play, they give up a uh, plenty of possessions. Also, the way they play defense, they are uh, vulnerable to yielding three-pointers. Uh, I mean, Duncan Robinson in theory can hit like eight threes. I suppose that's something you can do. I don't know how much we need them, especially the way the slate has changed. We saw Kelly Olenek last time. He balled out. Of course, there's no Jimmy Butler uh, in this rotation. There's no Goran Dragic in this rotation. So, like, you know, the optimals are going to spit out. Uh, again, this is what I'm looking at. I'm kind of doing it on the fly. Tyler Hero is really, really cheap, playing basically a six man off the bench, 3.6K. Is this Fandle or DK Price? I think that's, I think that's, yeah, this DK. He was 3.2 or 3. one the other day and kind of saved some of my lineups, out with some of my lineups. Olenek, uh Ball Bell, he's a guy that can play point guard. He's a guy that can get threes. He's a guy that can come close to a triple double or double double on the right night. Uh, and then Kendrick Nunn, the, you know, somebody that's has been, I don't want to say doghouse, but it's been, it's been clipped. But all of a sudden, now they kind of sort of open up to some degree. Mm-hmm. Uh, and everybody's cheap. That's the other part. All the guys right. in Miami are cheap with the exception of Bam Adebayo, who, sure, you can play him too. But, uh, you know, if you're going to power rank when you consider salary, he's certainly not my favorite player, or my second favorite player, and my third. But, hey, you're a tournament guy. Maybe you use that leverage and say, well, everybody's going to play Nunn. Everybody's going to play Hero, Olenek. Let's just pay up for ban and, you know, save some money elsewhere. What are your thoughts as far as the Heat?
1: Yeah, so I like the idea of playing one or two Miami guys and then using them, especially the value guys, and then using them to uh, to pay up for some of the later game spots. But yeah, Olinik is somebody I know he's going to be highly owned, but I mean he's been just going absolutely berserk since the restart. He's got at least 30 DraftKings points in every single game. Uh, that he's played so far, and and all of those he was priced in the three thousands. I think they they bumped his salary significantly since then. But yeah, that's the key thing about Milwaukee. People don't realize is they have a great defense, but they give up the most three pointers in the league. And so, you know, yeah, you wanted the three point shooters, and Olenek fits that mold. Tyler Hero fits that mold, uh, and one guy you didn't mention. I you know I mentioned him, but I like the idea of Andre Godalics. I think he saw thirty minutes last game, and. Kind of across all you know projection sites, they're not really high on him just because he hasn't been been playing that much. But I mean, yeah, if he gets thirty minutes a game, thirty minutes this game again, uh, you know he's very low priced and he's probably going to be very low owned. So that's someone I have some interest in.
0: By the way, just from a betting perspective, I know we talk about the sharp side app sometimes. I'll take Miami plus nine. I'm not. they'll call me a homer. I, it's not. I'm just playing like there's a decent chance Milwaukee's studs. Or all their guys, they their minutes get suppressed. I don't know why. Just take Miami plus the nine points. What am I missing here? Is that the real line?
1: That was my sharp side pick. I don't well, know. Well there you I go. Know.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> but, but yeah, the and it was the exact same thought process, right? Like why Miami is a good team, you, you, even without Jimmy Butler. I mean, I think it's Corinne Dragon. So I mean they're still a good team. We don't know you know what the teams are really playing for. Is Milwaukee just trying to get a sense of some different kind of rotations? Uh, so, yeah, take the nine points. <laughs> I mean, so we it's,
0: talk, yeah, uh, I'm going to take a phone call potentially when we get off the show. We'll see. Uh, <laughs> Kelly, Kelly Olenek, uh historically speaking, I know context matters and like the, there's some really important pieces not playing today. Butler being out, Dragic being out. Uh, but historically, he's bad. Like, he's not the guy you want when he's chalky. <laughs> like, he's a volatile player. Spoelstra, the Miami's rotations are one of the hardest to predict. There are other pieces in play. Uh, they could play Iguodala uh the, there's this other guys out the hero can get some run they can go smaller against milwaukee who knows what's milwaukee's doing if Giannis and lopez aren't playing the game the game can, can turn smaller of course uh, you know let plays play some five obviously um yeah it's I, I don't know i mean for my cash games he'll probably be there at least more so on dk on Fandle. he's a center and obviously his opportunity cost a center as well uh and crowder is a you know crowder is a good defensive player three and d guy crowder and iguodala will probably be tasked with guarding uh, Giannis and Middleton, I presume that kind of makes sense in my head. Uh, if they're all the cool. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of fun to try to figure that out. But uh, as far as a dollar-for-dollar perspective, you know, none is 4.1K. We got Dragic, he's out, obviously. Hero is 3.6K. Uh, Linux 4.8K. Who are you most interested amongst those three?
1: Probably Tyler Tyler Hero. Sorry, oh, it was Linux Hero and uh, Crowder. Yeah, probably Hero because a probably a Hero, Elenik, and then Crowder. But I have I like the idea of taking like two of them and then just like do do like a Stars Scrubs build. build. Uh, like you probably won't see all three go go crazy, but um, but I mean again, those are those are great prices because Jimmy Butler is suddenly out, Gordon set is out. Uh, there's someone's someone's going to have to dribble the ball up to the court and take a shot, right? Like every almost every single possession that they don't turn it over. Um, And so if you're getting –
0: What's the alternative? Right. If you're getting really, really,
1: really cheap prices, um, you know, yeah, this is one of the the primary value spots of the day, you know, Miami rotation.
0: Not going to hold you to this, but like theoretically you're building your lineups. What sort of rules are you putting in there? I assume you're putting a rule of you have to have at least so many Miami guys and maybe not too many – or maybe like two of these three, but not all three. What kind of rules do you have in your head right now for building 150?
1: So, yeah, it's not like a strict, strict thing, but yeah. I mean, if let's say I see, you know, four Miami guys in a lineup and they're all really cheap, uh, you know, there's probably going to be some overlap. Like then I'm, I'm, I'm probably going to X out that lineup. Right. Cause it's, it's unlikely that all four of those Miami guys are going to go crazy. I'd probably try to limit it to two, two of them. And you know, there's going to be, you know, some uh, some negative correlation between these guys, right? And some of these guys probably aren't going to all see the the court at the same time. Like, I don't know if you're going to see a crowd uh, or Iguodala Robinson Nun Hero lineup. Um, so, so those are guys are going to be subbing in and out for each other.
0: So something I just did here on the fly, I pulled up the Rudder Runners uh, H lineup HQ, and uh, let me see my lineups. Okay, so I, I put a build rule in there just to kind of see what's what it sort of spits out. Max exposure 50%, uh, range of outcome 15%, uh, and salary leaving uh, a, a, no more than $1,000 on the table, right? You got that? So, um, as a, my computer does not cooperate with me, I'm just sort of like, yeah, so all, so yeah, 50% is my max exposure. Wait, that's, is it 60% or 50%? Oh, geez, unbelievable. I had this whole buildup. Uh, the point is, is that a lot of the Miami guys are popping, but now things have changed and you know what? I'm going to get back to that. We'll do that later. We'll talk about it. But we'll do okay. that again on the fly. Uh, anything else that's worth saying as far as this Miami game? Obviously, ton of Miami value. Uh, so only some cash pieces on that Miami side as well. Uh, got anything else here or shall we move on?
1: Yeah, we can move on. But yeah, just yeah, primary value spot for the day.
0: All right. Our next game, Clip Joint. Dallas, 230 and a half is the total. Clippers are four-point favorites, high and tight. Uh, we talked about uh, – what's his name? He's not playing today. Reggie Jackson's going to be playing for Beverly. Well, it looks like he'll be drawing the star for Beverly. Uh, Curry, for what it's worth, is doubtful on the Dallas side. Dallas, it's really only about, I mean, I guess you can sprinkle in THJ and I mean, whatever, DFS and Cleaver and those guys if you want. But Dallas is a two-man show more than pretty much any other team, but just like Houston, I suppose. Uh, you know, Luka Doncic's been absolutely smashing in the bubble. His minutes have been outrageous, too. And then you have Perzingis on the other side. Well, not on the other side. Uh, you know, on the same side. One of those two guys is taking a shot. Pretty much every single, t- every single side. Then you have the Clippers, who are kind of sort of priced down. Their incentive is... Yeah, it's there, I suppose, but not really. Uh, you got Kawhi and George, and then, you know, some other pieces that are kind of sort of somewhat of interesting. But this game to me is about the studs and studs mostly. What say you?
1: Yeah, I agree. Uh, so, and, 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 no, that is a good, you know, summary of the Dallas offense. Um, and they're, they're not, they're not missing anyone huge. I mean, Seth Curry is unlikely to play, but that doesn't really change a lot. I think last time everyone was expecting Freddie Burke to start, and then it, it ended up being like JJ but But, um, uh, uh, Trey Burke was on there, I think, more in closing time and overtime than than uh, Bray was. And but yeah, they, like guys that are really relevant on Dallas are going to be Porzingis and Luca, and, and they're priced they they should be like neither one is a screaming value. So I mean, yeah, it'd be cool to, to throw in some lineups with Luca. Maybe he's a good you know single entry person because everyone's going to be spending up for other guys, and they haven't. Neither of these teams have really been sitting people yet. Um, so and if they don't. Yeah, you know, if Luca seeing full regular court time, then yeah, he can always put up a crazy score. Like last game, I think it was like 76 DraftKings points, but it was uh, an overtime game. So Luka, I think, is a really good tournament option. Um, and then, but I, I do like the other side of this game: uh, Reggie Jackson, Paul George, uh, Kawhi Leonard, and uh, I think Reggie Jackson is much better play on FanDuel with 4,000
0: than DraftKings 4,800. You think Reggie Jackson's a distinctly better play than Morris, than Austin Rivers, assuming that uh, Westbrook is out on FanDuel?
1: Yeah, so it's tough, and we'll get to the Houston game, but it's it's tough because you don't really know. Like, is it – are we going to see – like, we know we're going to see a big bump to Harden. We don't know, is is anyone else kind of along for the ride? But it could be Austin Rivers. Could be <laughs> Ben McLemore. Um, like, maybe Daniel House is getting more shots. So, yeah, I'd probably prefer Reggie Jackson because he's going to be – um, you know, he's, he's going to start a point guard. And so, you know, and that's it. It's a good team, good kind of high, high paced game. Like the line on this game is, is a bunch of, is I think six points higher in the Clippers Dallas than in uh, Houston Lakers.
0: What about this though? Now, not to, not to cut you off a Reggie Jackson's 4k Caruso is not is 3.9 can handle. He's questionable, but if he plays, yeah. you've got to assume he plays 27 to 33 minutes against Houston.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I see maybe. where you're going, and you, like you've mentioned Caruso a couple times. I just, I think if, if a guy is getting listed on as questionable on a team that has nothing to play for, okay. and he just pops up out of nowhere, right? Like, oh, this guy's something questionable. Like he's not going to play.
0: <laughs> well, like, what about Cook? Scared. What if what if he doesn't play? And Cook plays thirty minutes,
1: right? So, but yeah, maybe there's a thought you want to you want to leave the spot open. That's right? the point. But, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I see what you're saying there. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Um,
0: i don't know like it just uh, sometimes it's take advantage of unknowns is this kind of what i'm saying and do you want to be locked in on rjax and he puts up well, theoretically i could tell you rjax gives you no more no less than 23 fantasy points right what what percentage you get
1: yeah so i, I don't like that 4800 <laughs> on, on draft games, right if he's getting like 23 points but is um, 4k right is yeah. 4k um uh, you know So I'm, I'm probably gonna be playing it both ways honestly i get, i'll yeah. probably have of sprinkling maybe some game stacks or something on DraftKings. Fans will have more at 4,000. Um, but, yeah, you know, I'm going to be playing it both ways, right? I'm going to be having some lineups with with Jackson at 4,000 and some lineups doing exactly what you're saying. yeah. You know, I'm, I'm leaving that spot open uh, for Lakers point guard, right? Or, or
0: maybe Austin. Yeah. Dion Waiter season. Uh, yeah. So, uh, but just to walk this back, I, I ran 200 lineups on Lineup HQ. I said no more than 50% of any player. I put like 15%, you know, uh, volatility basically. And it gave me it, it likes James Harden so much. Screw you, you're no more than 50%. 51% James Harden, 51, 51% Tyler Hero, 51% Kendrick Nunn, 49% Kelly Olenek. So, all optimals are going to spit out those three Miami guys for DK specific. That's just going to happen. Yeah. There you go. Just, just throwing that out there. And for cash games, that's probably what you're doing. I haven't built one yet. I'll do it when I get off the air. Just kind of throwing that out there. Uh, we got about 16 minutes or so before we step aside. I, we probably should focus on the other games more. But I want to get your overarching thoughts as far as Kawhi and George and Luca and and Porzingis. Are we taking one? We taking two? We stacking it up? We playing none? Or you're probably getting different sides of it?
1: Um. Uh, so they, yeah, neither neither of these teams have been sitting there, guys, yet. And so it's. Like and it's weird because you can think of the Clippers like always resting Kawhi, um, but so far he's been good in the bubble. Um, so I like Kawhi as a play, especially because uh, it's you know it can be hard to find a, a good small forward right when you're doing these lineups, whether you're doing them by hand or or you know you're crunching things through uh, you know through lineup HQ. It, it's, it can be tough to to fill that small forward position. So I like Kawhi. Uh, I probably would like Kawhi the most from this game, followed by Luka, because he can always go crazy. Then Paul George and then Porzingis.
0: All right. Speaking of players are going to go crazy, not just TJ Warren, but this is a player that's been going crazy and has revenge. That's our segue into Portland-Denver. 231.5 as the total Denver four-point dog. Murray currently questionable. I presume he's not going to play. Who knows? We shall see. Uh, but Yusuf Nurkic, shout-out to him. And, I thought he wasn't going to play all season, but like the extension of the season probably got him, you know, a few extra months there for rehab. They brought back Collins as well too. They just got two bigs out of nowhere. And Portland all of a sudden looking like the most likely team to to get that eight spot. Uh, The price on Nurkic is up, but he's been absolutely insane. Uh, He used to bang with, you know, he was a former nugget used to bang with Jokic all the time. I'm sure in practice. Uh, What are we doing with Nurkic? Uh, Is it Lillard time? This game is uh, again, amongst all the games, this is one of the more interesting ones for me to watch. And the Portland, Full incentive, like you might see 40 minutes out of Lillard, maybe 41, maybe 42. They want that eight spot. They, they have, they're they going to play their best guys, and that's that. Uh, what do you doing with Portland first?
1: Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, lo- I love Damien Lillard across sites because, yeah, you're getting potentially 40 minutes of Damien Lillard. Yeah, sign me up. <laughs> like, and and the, the team has something to play for. So that's why they're playing it. And it, it's logical, right, yeah, They're fighting for that eighth seed. So, yeah, I mean, Damien Lillard could go crazy. And also, and I, you know, I put this in an expert survey, but everyone sees at Denver and thinks about like, oh, they've got such a big home court advantage, and you know it's tough to go into Denver and play in that altitude. But, like, no, that, that is not a factor. Yeah, like, that <laughs> doesn't get the home court advantage it usually does. And same thing, you know, when, when Utah's on the slate, um, you know, there's altitude in Utah, but not not in Orlando. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, and they're uh, Portland's favorite in this game. Like, you would you would not see Portland favored at Denver in a regular season game at Denver. Um, but yeah, last week of the regular season when it's played at a neutral site in Orlando and, and Portland has some play for, they're going to be favored. I think you've got the highest employed po- implied point total on the slate Yeah, Damian Lillard, Lillard, Lillard is one of my favorite plays tonight. Uh, and then Nurkic as well. I, yeah, he has, he's been going crazy uh, so far, so far in the bubble. Um, and he correlates well with Lillard. So like they run that pick and roll. Um, so I love the idea of playing both, uh, both Lillard and and play them together.
0: It's awesome to see how far he's come back and it's just amazing. I'm happy. I'm happy with the guy. Uh, you know, big guy with leg injury, <clears throat> you figure it's not going to end well, but like, uh, he's looked absolutely amazing so far. I signed Whiteside what? picked the wrong time to be a free agent, by the way, he's going to, he's yeah. lost himself a lot of money. You're, <laughs> yeah. Go ahead.
1: Nurkic had a huge game, um, and it was a gruesome, like, like, one of those compound fracture injuries. I think it was, like, triple overtime or something. Mm-hmm. And he won a ton of money, and I felt I felt terrible. Like, I, it was like I, I had to wake my wife up and let her know how much money I won. But I'm like, and by the way, the guy had a terrible, like, the guy's career might be over, right? Like he snapped his leg in half you know, like in, like, the third overtime. But I think he was, like, 75 FanDuel points in
0: and then broke his leg. What are the house rules? Uh, how much money do you have to win? Is six figure? How much money do you have to win in order to go wake your wife up? Hundred thousand. <laughs> hundred. It's got to be hundred. It's like ninety thousand. You woke me up for that? I'm trying to sleep right over here. Hundred <laughs> K though. It's worth. Yeah. Fair enough. Even if,
1: even a final seat, I'll tell you. Unless if it's the first final seat, and it's like, hey, I'm going to be going to Chicago. I'm going to be going to San Diego. <laughs> and, like when it's like the second and third seats, I'm like, oh, I got. I get to bring some more. Get some bring some more friends to
0: uh, San Diego. It's a second and third seat. Man, you're a good person to be friends with, man. I, I don't know what that list is like, what the queue is like, but yeah. yeah, I don't it's who is, is Grant Vanagle this way? I feel like Grant's his way on that list, hasn't he? That's
1: how I met Grant because he was like, Hey, do you have an extra spot to San Diego?
0: He sent it the DMs?
1: Uh yeah, like and it was um it
0: was like a year. All right. John just froze. <laughs> all right. I get sidetracked. I start talking about Grant. And uh, yeah, well, John, you know, Grant's so before, a moocher. I
1: think it was like New York or something. And I was like, no. So can you hear me? Am I back? Or?
0: Yeah, I hear you at, like super fast speed. I feel like you're catching up. But uh, okay. I didn't hear the story, but I'm going to assume the moral of the story is Grant is a moocher. Uh, he ended up
1: in San Diego. It was a great time. He chugged beers. It was awesome.
0: To be fair, he's like, not even not knowing him, he's like somebody like, yeah, that's something I feel like I can have fun partying with and having a good time with. Uh, so I understand. But uh, all right. Uh, the peripheral pieces, Carmelo, Collins, McComb, and their rotation is just crazy tight, obviously. You can play any of these dudes, uh, you know, to lesser degree. Collins, super handsy, but in theory, I guess there's some value in that price. But, of course, everything else, the value open up everywhere else, all of a sudden his uh, the need for him has suppressed based upon what the slate is telling us. Uh, the peripheral pieces on Portland and then pivot over to Jokic and the rest of the Nuggets.
1: So Gary Trent Jr. is a guy I like. He's been playing well. Um, and he was always he always kind of played well when he got minutes – before the restart, but now they seem to be giving him more minutes too. So I yeah, twenty six uh, thirty-four and thirty-five minutes. Uh, and I don't think I don't think he's necessarily on the radar of a lot of people. Um, but again, it's gonna be a game they, they really want to win and he's been helping them win games and he's a good young player, so I think uh, he's kind of my under the radar peripheral peripheral piece. Uh
0: Michael Porter Jr., MPJ, six point four K on DK. Is he overpriced, underpriced, or appropriately priced?
1: Oh, God! Like, yeah, hes, I, he's the I guy. I haven't, right. I haven't gotten him right on the restart. Um Me either. I'm, I'm probably going to be skipping him because I think he's going to be higher owned than he should be. But it's tough. I mean, he's because he is—he's you know, a very talented player. Um, but he's probably going to be super high owned and like. Let's not forget, this is a guy that put up a total dud. <laughs> you know, just on Saturday, right? Just it was earlier. You know, within seven days. Um, you know, he's put up a total dud.
0: Malone uh, gave I, him the hook early. Supposedly, him and Malone had this uh text exchange where all of a sudden they're out. Now they're on the same, the same, uh, you know, conversation, whatever. And he's absolutely smashed and just he spent a ton of minutes as well too. And by the way, I, I, again, those optimals I ran, I just kind of jumped and I was curious what he what he was spitting out. Seventeen percent uh, MPJ uh, as far as DK optimals. Right, so that's it's not a massive like, number. Yeah. yeah,
1: that's much lower than I would have thought. I think maybe it'd be higher on on Fanduel. Um, We'll see. I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, it's one of those things when I'm probably going to aim for for hitting the uh, like whatever the the ownership percentage is. I don't want him to kill me again, (laughs) but but he's not someone I'm I'm like higher on than than everyone else.
0: What about Jokic? He's actually popping in the optimal to some degree. Him and Aiton are the big and Olenek. Those are your centers, depending on where you're shopping.
1: Yeah, so I like Jokic, and I, I wonder, is it a situation where he's gonna people are going to be suddenly pivoting to MPJ, and Jokic is actually just going to put up his normal, very excellent game? Uh, and also, you know that like Portland's a team that has another true center, so Jokic is going to be on the court a lot. And then uh, I think the Jamal Murray being out actually helps Jokic with the assists and stuff.
0: Yeah, I mean, Murray's not officially out, but we're assuming he's going to be out. Stay tuned. He's currently questionable. And if he does play, there's a trickle-down effect where he would hurt Jokic. I think he would hurt MPJ. Uh, And again, but I don't expect him to play. I think they have three guys that are currently questionable. He seems to be the most likely guy that has a chance of coming back. Who are the other two guys? Is it like uh, uh, Gary Harris and and Barton? And Barton, they're probably not playing.
1: Right. Yeah, they're probably not playing, but who knows? Um, So, yeah, I'm going to be – Maybe shying away from Denver a little bit just because I do I like the Portland guys a lot better. And there's a, there is a possibility, right? Like what if it's like, oh, Will Barton upgraded to probable or, or Gary Harris upgraded to probable and you st- start seeing 15 minutes from all of those guys as they're kind of worked back into shape and suddenly everyone on the team is playing 25 minutes and no one's really fantasy relevant.
0: Yeah, Denver is currently basically tied with the Clippers 2-3 spot. Uh, basically meaning you could play against Dallas or Houston, but of course that's all jumbled up too. So it's really hard to figure like what their motivations are depending on seeding, because it's still too early to say, you know, what's going to, you know, we need game six, game seven, game eight, to kind of figure that stuff out. Uh, Millsap is one of those, I guess, last man in. If you have, you know, he just makes a salary work. I'm not excited about it. Same sort of deal with Grant. I wouldn't necessarily cross him out. That's Jeremy Grant, not Grant Nefer. Don't play Grant Nefer. XML. Don't invite him to any parties. Uh, any thoughts on that? And we do have to move on to the Laker game as well, obviously. Uh,
1: yeah, not really. Like I, I, I don't know. Jeremy Grant never seems to go nuts. Um, you know, Millsap's the guy I'm worried about because he's one of those older veterans. So, like, is he mm-hmm. like, dinged up? They like, might limit his minutes. Um, yeah, not not excited about either of those guys. Like MPJ is going to be the explosive power forward there. Although I, I probably like the, you know, Jokic more than anyone else on Denver.
0: 223.5 is a total for the Lakers and Houston. Lakers are currently three-point dogs. Of course, no LeBron. Caruso is questionable. Dwight Howard's available. Uh, Westbrook, we saw questionable earlier today. There was a report. Now he's basically doubtful. Who knows? Maybe it's dramatics. I believe this is a, a primetime game on TNT, if that kind of affects things to some degree. Uh, Harden's a good play either way. But, like, of course, if Westbrook doesn't play, Harden becomes an elite play, your, your best big spend. Uh, I don't have the court IQ fired up in front of me, but I promise you—you you know this. Everybody knows this, Everybody else are watching you know, and knowing this. Hit the like and subscribe. If you guys are watching, by the way. Thank you for watching on YouTube. Much appreciated. Stay tuned for crunch time in about uh, 15 minutes with Andy Means and Kevin Roth. You guys are free members. So, do you like? You're making 150, and let's say Westbrook's out. Do you, you you click the lock button on Harden? You say 80 percent, 90 percent. You take bold stands, or it depends upon what the slate is saying.
1: So like normally, so I never hit the lock button. Right? If you see a guy locked into one hundred percent of my lineups, you should ask me like why I picked that guy for my dummy. <laughs> lineup, right? if he was if the guy was in the first game of the night, why did you pick him in your dummy lineup? Um, that's how someone ends up in one hundred percent of my lineups. Um, I generally try to cut it off at eighty. I think like this, and like yeah, Harden without and remember Eric Gordon's out too, right? So, so you've got Harden without Westbrook and and Eric Gordon. Even if they do want to limit limit his minutes a little bit, like somebody's gotta be on the court, right? Um so I think he's probably gonna see good minutes. But the like the circumstances just late in a regular season like this, like I'm probably gonna cut it a little bit below eighty percent, probably yeah, probably like sixty five, just because like, yeah, what if you know, LeBron's not playing? What if Anthony Davis is only playing like twenty minutes or something? Um, Harden may not see like, this isn't a regular, regular season game, right? And it's certainly not the playoffs. So there's some risk there. But, yeah, the the usage and the fantasy points per minute with Harden uh, without Westbrook and without Eric Gordon is just so high that, yeah, I mean, Harden's probably, you know, he's probably the safest play of the night, even though, like, no one's really safe.
0: Yeah, if you want to make an argument for the Lakers to have any sort of incentive, but that's kind of arguing against the fact they let LeBron out. I know LeBron's got a groin, but come on, he's, he's not. He's fine. He could play if he needed to. Um, they probably want to keep Houston outside of the five spot, so they'd rather, they'd rather play against Utah or OKC uh, in the second round as opposed to Houston. Uh, there's an argument for you. But yeah. uh, Davis, he could play 32 minutes. He could play 20 minutes. I don't know. The optimal is telling us to play him, but the optimal also thinks he's going to play 30 minutes, right? It thinks to play 33 minutes, which is, that's a little bit ambitious. Now he certainly can. I don't know. The Lakers have nothing to play for. They're locked in the one spot. I don't know. I, I'd like to hear a quote, like whenever he said. the bronze out, that they asked, was there a follow up? Like is Anthony Davis going to play a bunch of minutes? That's, that's what I would ask, but I guess, you know, they don't really care about DFS or reporters talk to me about the Lakers and what to do. And I guess you play both sides of it. I don't know.
1: Yeah. So, right. I mean, Anthony, I like Anthony Davis better than Giannis. I'll I'll say that Mm -hmm. Um, because I think, yeah, I mean, the Lakers could be trying to win this game, but they just don't want LeBron to get overtaxed. Um, But that means like everything will be going through Anthony Davis. Um, But then again, like Houston's got this small ball thing. So, you know, if they're, if Houston's really trying to push the pace, does the coach just say like, "Ah, just sit Anthony Davis. Like like, we don't care. Um, I like, I like on the Lakers side of this game, I like the idea of playing some of the value plays just because I think there's going to be a trickle-down effect. Um, and, I, you know, I think like Danny Green and, and we're saying like Quinn Cook or, or Caruso, if he plays Deion Waiters, um, you know, J.R. Smith for like a long time.
0: was a guy that can actually score like 25 real points. Like that's something – like Danny Green's a guy, no matter who's out there, like he's not going to score like 18 points. I guess he can in theory, but like he's got to get there through like stocks. Yeah, well
1: in threes, right? So, yeah, like, and
0: threes and stocks. So,
1: yeah. Um but so I like I like Danny Green on DraftKings because he's super cheap. Um and then like yeah, I think he's like thirty two hundred and he was gonna be starting anyway. Um but yeah, Kuzma is actually a guy you wouldn't necessarily think of for you know, coming in for LeBron, but like yeah, Kuzma is gonna take shots when he's on the court. Uh, yeah. So, so yeah. I, th- I,
0: like- I think what happened is is Danny Green's value is kind of disappeared because all the Miami stuff popped up just to throw it. You know, they- Basically, right. yeah, so he's kind of been replaced with Tyler Hero and those kind of guys, uh, Yeah, what it's worth. That, yeah.
1: that is true, but I also think, you know, if you're putting – if you're leaving, like, 3200 in your utility spot on DraftKings and then it's like, oh, JR Smith is in the starting lineup. And, like, JR Smith, <laughs> right? <laughs> so, and, uh, I know. I'd have to compare. i have to see, like, the price difference. I, I think Waiters is priced up now above $3,200. Um, but, like, yeah, I mean, what if Queen Cook is starting, right? Like, then – like if you are leaving thirty two hundred 200 in the utility spot, you can put Quinn cook in there. Uh, and then if you know, like, if Caruso is fine, then you've got Danny green and he's at least starting and seeing the minutes. And yeah, he needs the threes and, and stocks to get there. Um, but he's probably not going like, to totally kill you, especially with
0: LeBron out. Waiters three, seven on DK Smith, three K flat cook, three K flat Caruso three, four. Somebody's going to be interesting there. We got to step aside and get out of here. Uh, give me your favorite play on the slate. Who's going to break it? Who do you need in order to take some money down? Wake up your wife
1: uh probably yeah i think you know harden's the easy answer um but that i think it could be a huge game for damian lillard
0: as well i, I love it he scored patrol uh 31 live uh, times a live finalist even invited grant he had so many tickets yeah. once twice <laughs> uh that said enjoy your basketball today crush it if you guys are pre member stay tuned for roth and means you take you guys all for the hour that was basketball we're out of here all right